All right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna try this now. We're gonna see if we're gonna see if we can do this. So I'm gonna go one, two, three, and then one, two, three. The wizard. And just fucking go for it. What? See what happens. No, I'm not gonna attempt to do anything fancy. So. All right. All right. So here we go. One, two, three. Oh, It's September 10th, 2009. And I'm Nick Brecken. And this is Idle Thumbs 42. And I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Chris Remo. <laughs> and I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. <laughs> and he's well, Nick Brecken. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to PAX. Yeah, yeah, we did. We went to the Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah, yeah, we saw a lot of Idle Thumbs listeners. Yeah, we did. That was really cool. Uh, we were surprised. We, uh, yeah. as we said uh, during the last episode, we did a, did a meetup for Idle Thumbs listeners. And I guess we didn't really know how many people are going to be there but i think we guessed it was going to be like five like a dozen maybe like well, we <laughs> got about like a couple people we got about a dozen rsvps and i was expecting a few people to not show up and then a few other people to not have rsvp'd right i was expecting yes. it to bounce out around 10 to 12 that's kind of yeah. what i was thinking but some people suggest 40 yeah, yeah. there are more there are yeah. more like 40 people or so who showed yeah. up including us probably uh right, right. which which was uh, a little scary it scared the shit we out of me it was really surprising yeah, yeah we didn't expect <laughs> i'm that. easily frightened apparently by large yeah, jake, groups. jake was <laughs> hilariously intimidated by this i didn't yeah. like it no I, we were we were walking sort of we all went we were we he doesn't mean he didn't like it he no it was awesome <laughs> it was actually super good but uh it was definitely weird uh walking from the convention center to the bar we were all meeting and then i would occasionally just sort of peek over my shoulder and be and in fact confirm for the 80th time that there were 30 people following us right yeah like the, the, the weird sort of False Pied Piper of the, uh, video the train, games. Yeah, yeah, the Thumbs train. Yeah, we were bizarre. we were the engineers of the right. Thumbs Express. I was in the caboose, which made it uh, made, which made oh, it yeah. uh, much much more stressful and horrible when right. we got to the the bar we were gonna go and it was totally full. Yeah, and yeah. Like as then, we walked uh, down the stairs, this train, venue, yeah, we were just kind of shaking their heads. Switch tracks and uh, let's keep this train yeah. analogy yeah, going. We, yeah. <laughs> Um, we we lucked out to an extraordinary degree when we the bar walked next down door. the block <laughs> and the tap house grill uh, had an entire uh, party room that was available that they let us uh, just sort of take over, um, which ended up being great. It was pretty much the perfect size for the group we had. We pretty much filled the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, we gave away a bunch of download codes and stuff for games, <laughs> including worth- uh, oh, yeah. The Puffins game, the the much hyped Puffins game, as well as uh, Dirty Dancing, the official PC a game, a new new inbox which, copy for yeah. which had a GameStop price tag on it for two ninety nine. Yep, <laughs> two ninety nine. Bracket bracket another, new, like, right? Handwritten two ninety nine price tag. Right. Um, so that's good. So yeah. that's cool. We met a bunch of dudes. Uh, we met a bunch of readers and um, and listeners. And listeners, it was really fun. If you guys, for anyone who came, thanks a lot for showing up. Thanks for putting up with our incompetence at not knowing where to go initially, and thanks for not leaving. Yep. Yeah, it was really and fun. And thanks for talking to us about video games for an hour and drinking. Oh, we didn't quite fill the room. There were three people in the very back corner. Oh yeah, uh, and I walked well, they over came them. in later. They, yeah, were, they, they I, like eventually came in. I think yeah. assuming it was just yeah. A I went over there and said, I, ho- I hope you guys don't mind, but. Um, <laughs> Someone's about to say one, two, three, then the entire room is going to yell the wizard and we're going to put it on tape. And they're like, I don't know what the fuck you just said. They're like, I don't know what the hell. I think I, I don't know what the hell you just said to me. Uh, and then they oh, all got see. up and left. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, so. And there were some, uh, yeah, some. A lot cool of heads dudes turned who, in the actual bar. Uh, yeah, that's because that, oh, the entire room yelled watching. the wizard yeah. at full yeah. volume. Yeah. 
There were some cool dudes who made video games there. There's one guy who made an iPhone game that he was showing called uh, Gunraiser. It's kind of a bullet hell kind of thing. And then there was some... Oh, also that guy worked on like every sort of notable canceled PC game from the 90s, which was kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but he was a cool guy. He worked on like Star Trek, the... the uh, God, what was it? The Secret of Vulcan Wrath or like right, the, yeah. I remember Vulcan reading Fury about that in yeah. Vulcan Fury, yeah, yeah, like in the in the nineties in PC Gamer and stuff. Uh there were some other people there who made the um who made uh Soul Survivor, which is a kind of turd defense game for Xbox indie games and PC. I totally thought you just said turd defense and it was really it is, happy. It's a poo game. Uh <laughs> sorry. Sorry for bringing that up. That's why okay. they made a turd defense. That's tower game. defense, I guess is yeah. the, the term. That's a turd defense. Um and uh, that's coming out for uh, PC and Xbox Live Indie games. Maybe you want to check out their game. You uh, should actually check it out, even though I keep saying turd over the top of this discussion. <laughs> Jake is amused by turds. Subliminal, uh, yeah, turd. 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 So it was cool. So we, we did that, gave out some games, talked to dudes, hung out for a while. It was really good. We were very surprised. If we ever go to another event ever, we'll probably do something like this again. Yeah. If we're all actually there. Uh, hopefully planned with a little more forethought. Yeah, yeah this one worked out pretty well, though. So. It did. I wouldn't well, want to yeah. rely on that. I've honestly never been more stressed in, <laughs> in, in recent memory. Yeah. Like, I'm even I was just like trying to collect people. It was just we didn't really know where people were coming, and so we had to straddle like two elevator or escalators. Right. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know if people were going to like. On the way down to the bar, it was like we are about to be the biggest fucking fuck ups in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to tell yeah. forty people who listen to our show. That were idiots and don't right. know how to do anything. Right. It was almost it was, that. Yeah. Which is, it might be evident from our show, but when you actually, when someone's lives are actually intersected with that, it might be a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we might just waste 40 minutes of your life uh, when you're sitting at work listening to iTunes. Right. Uh, so there's <laughs> that. That was pretty awesome. Um, also at PAX, we interviewed some dudes. Those, those We did three uh, Idle Thumbs interviews in between our actual real jobs, which uh, paid for us to be at PAX uh, <laughs> and were the bulk of what we were doing. But we also we did sneak in a couple Idle Thumbs interviews. Um, they're all up on the site. We talked to um, Ron Gilbert, the creator of Monkey Island and the upcoming Death Spank. That was pretty fun. We uh, interviewed Ron five years ago. It was one of the first interviews yeah. Idle Thumbs ever ran, a text interview. We should we should link that. I think it's actually up again. Yeah, now. it's up. We it's can we can link now. it in the blog. Yeah, no, we'll link it in the blog. Um, then we interview, and he's always cool to talk to. He gave the keynote at PAX, and that was really fun. Um, we talked to Chet Falzek, one of the writers at Valve, who's working on Left 4 Dead 2. That guy's really cool. Uh, and then we talked to uh, Mac Walters, who's the lead writer on Mass Effect 2, which was sort of complete luck that. We've been talking about Mass Effect for like every yeah. week for the past month. Right. So we had a lot of extremely specific things to say to that guy. Both he and the PR rep who was with him were, were sort of baffled by the amount <laughs> yes. of, of like yeah. specificity. Yeah. Of the Let us just get into the minutia of Mass yeah. Effect's universe. Right. It's like, well, it wasn't asked like that, but they seemed to be confused and thought that it was. You might have yeah. been going all out, Chris. <laughs> just like, yeah. I've been playing it so much. Like, it was really weird. Here's yeah. what I think about the tone of this segment. <laughs> right. Will this be included in the sequel, Mass Effect 2? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so those are all up there. We we think we might have accidentally sort of carpet bombed everyone with way too many podcasts <laughs> yeah, right in a row. Cast overload. So we're putting this yeah. one up a day late uh, to, to sort of offset that a bit. Also, we we were sort of uh, not helped by the fact that podcasts that are way more popular than ours right. <laughs> released all their big we're reunion like, shows. Giant bomb live show. Yeah. Uh, G- yeah. GFW reunion, reunion tour. show. Like oh, what? Okay. Uh, well. Out of thumbs talks to Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we might have gotten a little buried there, but that's okay. Lesson learned. Uh, we might space those out if we ever do anything like that in the future. We'll be re-releasing those. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Collector's as edition. As next week's podcast. Cloth map included. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, cool. So that's that's a recap of stuff we did. What did we actually like play that we can talk about? That's we played cool. video games. Oh man, we did. You know what was really cool? That was there actually. I don't know if people know about this. Uh, Shank. It's the upcoming uh, 2D side scrolly game. Probably Xbox Live Arcade, but Arcade, but they haven't said anything yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, they uh, at their booth they they had the Xbox controllers because that was for the demo machine. But to, like in quotes to keep people from talking about what platform it was on, they also stacked up on the demo machine coming out of their kiosk. They had like a Dreamcast controller, a right. 2600 <laughs> controller, just like. Please yeah. look. Look at all these other things you could be playing the game. Right, on. it yeah. might not be a 360. Right, it's a 360. <laughs> um, and it's it's a, it's from the guys who made Eats, which I actually talked about on the show Eats. a couple like a month ago or so. Uh, Clay Entertainment, and uh, it's really it's really cool. It's a um, side scrolling kind of I don't know it's double dragon yeah, kind yeah. of it's a, inspired yeah. thing, but it's all hand animated, really really nicely, kind of like the Behemoth games. Um, but with a more Cartoon Network style, like a more Adult Swim style yeah. look to it. Yeah, it, it looks like a combination of like Kim Possible and the Venture Brothers or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good call. And uh, apparently all of the animation staff on the game come from cartoons rather than rather than video games. I guess pretty much everyone at that company is an animator. That's their background. Yeah, their their demo at the show was very much obviously a proof of concept. Like you just walk through one level and it was, I think... The well, word boss battle and everything. Yeah, but I mean, the, the word the word sort of at the show was that that was basically what what the one thing those guys had built. And you, and okay, you like kind a vertical slice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was it was really impressive that it's got the the knife stuff, the or knife sort of melee stuff, guns, and then the chainsaw, grenades. Oh, and grenades, and you can mix and match which one transitions from which, and how you sort of combo them together, both in chains and like if you're in the air and you do one, then land into the other one, or if there's a guy on your left or your right, if you're attacking two guys, and they've got. All, all the, all the different animations, yeah. yeah, all the They're all, all hand the, animated, yeah, the yeah. transitions between all of the any possible state blends really seamlessly and the, the yeah. makes the play well, control because, really it's fun. It's cool because they're not actually even blended. They literally well, just uh, sorry, the, made a big list. The different transitions right, are, are right. the the blends are all hand animated. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredibly smooth. It's yeah. just, it looks it, amazing. It makes you look like a huge badass. Yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> it's definitely one of those games where that's the uh, sort of uh, central yeah. fantasy and tenet of the game. Uh, but it's really cool. It's it's really nice to see a game uh, of that style done to such a ridiculously high fidelity because it's the exact opposite way most games are going. Where we there's more animation blending now. There's more uh, more of that stuff would be done kind of on a seamless basis. But they literally right. just yeah, made it's actual. Nice to see all this keyframe animated keyframe uh, art. Yeah, yeah. Also, it, they they go out of their way to like rub your nose in it. Uh, when there, there's a part where you go out onto this little tiny bridge between two buildings and oh, the, God, and the yeah, sun rad. is setting right behind your character. Oh, yeah. So like the, the scene fakes overexposing and everything goes into silhouette. So then all you're looking at are the 2D animated, uh, like super strong readable uh, silhouettes and motion lines of these characters as you like grab a guy and punch him in the face with a knife and then swing him back and forth over your head. Like, is that Battletoads that did that? Which game was it where you could grab a guy? Oh, it's the Ninja Turtles arcade games, like Turtles in Time, where yeah, you yeah. grab a guy and then and then swing him over your shoulders, boom, 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 onto yeah, the ground left, right. Yeah, Battletoads did that too. Yeah, right, yeah. But just, like, it had that... It, it's that style of game, yeah. but it, it looks amazing. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it really looks awesome. So we were all psyched by how cool that game looks. And, yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty much all about just looking cool and ma- making you look cool. I don't know right. how yeah. how challenging the real game is going to be. It's, it's the kind of game that they could make fucking impossible right. if they wanted. They the could just go guys on contra like craziness. <laughs> right. yeah, and just, I didn't get that sense. I don't though. think that's what it's going to yeah. be. Right. I just yeah. mean it's the kind of game where... But like it has... Yeah. It has 
to to climb up a wall, you just keep pressing forward, at least in their prototype, mm-hmm. and your guy will just sort of grapple up the wall, then eventually start grabbing out his, picking up his knives automatically and chipping them into the wall to climb up and that sort of right. thing. So uh, it's all about just sort of forward momentum and killing people stylishly in 2D. Yeah. Speaking of games that looked really good, uh, Death Bank actually looked... Yeah, Death really Bank, impressive. Death Bank was nice looking. Those yeah. screenshots that came out right before the show were like, what? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Even actually, even Hothead said I was reading their Twitter feed, and they said, ah, <laughs> based on what every single person at the entire show has said, maybe those screenshots were bad because I, uh, I get yeah. the feeling that everyone went to the show and was like, oh, your game actually looks really nice. Right. Well, so, yeah. so, so much you said it, actually just then. So much of it is actually. I mean, I know this is the such a cliche to say, but it, 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 it is emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so weird that seeing an interactive thing actually. <laughs> moving and interacting <laughs> right. with it makes it, yeah, makes it right. look better Why would that, emotion but yeah but i mean a lot of that is well, because it's, the uh it's it's uh, the objects a lot of the uh, buildings for example trees foliage yeah, just, just the way yeah. they sort of pass by you in the world well, specifically well, it's, they're, it's, they're all, it's all it's all oh, yeah and yeah. so w- seeing them still it does look like a bit of a mismatch but when you see it in motion yeah the uh, the analogy ron gilbert used in when in our interview was it's basically like a pop-up book and that's exactly yeah, and how it actually, actually feels see them when you're pop up, that's what i'm saying yeah, when, they, yeah. when they come up over the horizon line and sort of scroll around and then kind of whoosh past the camera as with, you walk with the in animal the style uh, animal crossing animal style animal crossing style like uh, curved world yeah yeah yeah, yeah it looks great yep yeah so oh, yeah i was i was talking to, to ron about that or about the look of that and he said that in the engine it's actually they just have an internal dial for how curved uh the world mm. is and I, he said they don't I hope I'm not getting in trouble for talking about this <laughs> stuff. It, it sounds like that stuff isn't actually controlled in the game, but when you go inside a dungeon, the world just boop, just flattens out. So dungeons oh, don't okay. use the curve stuff. Yeah, um, and sense. you can yeah. see that in the gameplay videos if you look for it. But uh, I thought that was a crazy thing to think about of just, oh, you know, we have we can just in real time wrap the world around a cylinder. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It looked really interesting. Yeah. Uh, God, there was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. It's Torchlight like, was it's really like nice It's almost like Pax is a great show. I know. Yeah, Pax yeah. was pretty it awesome. Was great. Um, Torchlight was really nice. That's that's the game from uh, Runic Runic Games, who yeah. are comprised of guys from from Blizzard North who worked on Diablo and Diablo Two, yeah. uh, like Max Schaefer, for example, and then uh, Travis Baldry, who made Fate, which was uh, I never actually played it, but a lot of people really liked it. It's a it's one of those Diablo style games. Yeah. And Torchlight looks really nice. It's 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 single player only, and they're they're going sort of further in the softer direction that that Diablo three is going. I mean, they're sort of pushing it further in that direction away from from Diablo three, and they've said that's that's deliberate to to not try to just go up against that that behemoth. But um, I think it looks really nice. Did you play it at all? Uh, I played it a little bit, but mainly what I did is check out the level editor. Oh, really? Uh, which okay. is which is pretty cool. It's it's the full scale. I mean, it's not even really just a level editor. It's the actual all the engine tools yeah. they use to make the game. They're just shipping yeah. them. It's it's uh, it's got everything in there. They've got their own visual scripting language. It's kind of like Kismet in Unreal Engine three. If anyone's used that, uh, yeah. which is re- like an amazingly good system. Um, I don't know if it's as good as that one, but it it looks very similar. Uh, you can adjust pretty much any parameter in the game. You can make all your own levels. You can put exits wherever you want, spawn points, yeah. all kinds of. It's scripting. the kind of game that has, you know, there, it's it's like Diablo three in that there is verticality to the to the levels. Right. You can you can do a lot of things, and there are also triggers, uh, you know, throughout the world, and you know, just just sort of interesting little things. That yeah, you can you, you, can, throw you can do levels. a lot of stuff with yeah. triggers in this in the in the editor as well. Yeah, but I mean, as you far can as how do it, a lot of stuff with triggers, <laughs> <laughs> fact. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. It, yeah. It's 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 really interesting to see someone do that for a game like this because as far as I know, no one's released an editor that full featured for a game of that style before. And it's the kind of game where it's a less intimidating 
thing to make levels for, I would think, than some games, just because the whole thing, it is kind of top down. It do, I, you don't need to make sort of really complex geometry or, or you know, I yeah. mean, it's, it's yeah. all, you could just make it all one level and nobody would mind, you know, one uh, vertical plane yeah. and no one would care. Um, so it's cool. I'm, I'm interested to see how that, that works out for them. It's like a $20 download. Yeah. So I, I hope enough people will give it a shot. Cool. Yep. Although and you don't even need to buy it to use the level editor. Yeah. If they do well, they're going to do an MMO. Right. Exactly. In the same world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Same world and, and style of gameplay. Uh, what else do we have? God, there's so, mm. there's such a uh, there's a ridiculous amount of stuff to talk about. So a billion video games. I mean, do you want to just talk about Left 4 Dead 2 for a sec? Yeah, sure. Nick and I played through the uh, uh, PAX, all of it. the PAX demo of Left 4 Dead 2. We beat the game. Yeah, yeah I, I played through a little bit, of it, but these guys played through way yeah, more. I. I think I'd seen three different groups play through it, or we were the third <laughs> yeah, group, we, and I think we, we were the only ones. We were the only ones that I saw actually it. make it all the way to the end. That's not to say that everyone didn't. But yeah, uh, we were awesome. We were the fucking yeah. best Left 4 Dead two players. By which I it's mean, because we had Jake. Yeah. Oh man, I did so well, man. At the end of the, it was only we only played through like two oh, two safe houses really worth of stuff, and yeah. in the first one, I fucking blew. <laughs> Jake was, was so like, afraid uh, to play this game. He was like, he was watching people play it, and, and they were doing fairly well. And he was like, lame. oh god, oh shit, well, I'm gonna be off. Like, and I'm, I'm sitting there like, I can, oh, it's true. I can hold my own just fine. Because Jake is going to die. In, in Left 4 Dead, uh, in Left 4 Dead with a fucking right. mouse and keyboard. Oh yeah, I know. Well, I'm the but same way. Yeah, I, it, we got into the into the little valve press area, and I looked at the at the demo machines. I was like, oh fuck, it's just 360 controllers. <laughs> right. So I knew that I was going to just be like, I know, wandering I know. around like an right. out of control robot. Like, yeah, just like yeah. lying at my feet. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know what's bad for me too is that when I play with. In, in a game where I'm just extremely unfamiliar with the controls, like that one, for example. Uh, one, I don't know how to fucking do anything, so I don't know how to melee a guy or, like, yeah. kneel down right. or anything well, yeah, like that. It takes you, like, at least ten minutes to figure out right. that X is reload. Like, you <laughs> oh, keep forgetting crouch. that. It, yeah. Uh, but also, what it does to me, for some reason, there's a weird psychological effect where my brain just tells itself, like, you suck at this, who cares? Fucking <laughs> right. nuts! And, like, and so I saw that in action like... when you played Mass Effect 2. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, was, there was about two minutes where, where you tried to, to, you know, do everything, and then you finally were just like, fuck, it was after I told you that the, the god mode was on, you're like, oh, there's god modes on, oh, okay, and then you just started ro- walking forward, <laughs> and for the rest of the demo, there was just blood just covering shooting, the screen, yeah. and then at the end, you're like, face, that demo blank. was shit, and I <laughs> It's like, maybe it was because you couldn't see anything because the blood was clouding your vision. And so when I was playing, when I was playing Left 4 Dead 2, I was, I was literally just like, I, for some reason, it's really hard for me to, to care about what my characters are yeah. doing in the game when I just Bro, don't, can't control this? it at all. I, so know, yeah, right. I was just running around with like a Tana the whole time, right. just like slicing dudes, yeah. running away from my group. Just and it's funny too, because I was surviving like quite a long time because the That's director was not putting shit like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. this guy, ignore him. He's not, yeah. I don't know, he's the <laughs> yeah. special character. It was pretty hysterical. Uh, yeah. My teammates probably didn't think so. Nick, you probably didn't think so because you said you died and I was running around with a sword. Yes. That yeah. came out I was in the chat interview. And getting shambled around the corner and I could see you off in the distance just like waving at things with your <laughs> sword and i was yelling at you like help and then i died yeah <laughs> sorry about that it's all right the, the mass effect That's okay. 2 Jake thing and I won the game, was so. part of part of the mass effect 2 problem was not just the controls it was literally the the brightness on that monitor was, oh yeah i know the gamma was yeah, so was really low dark. 
I, I could hardly even see anything. That's just yeah. one of those things of just make sure your demo station's set up right, please. Yeah. Because um, I like how dark Mass Effect is in a lot of cases, but this was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, Mass Effect Two way darker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It's just well, like that on everyone. Wrong meaning of yeah. dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's dark. Well, even in the interview, Mac was like, "Yeah, it's you know, Shepard's got some dark choices and this you're time." You're fucking yeah. telling me? Did you see that demo station? <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it was dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I sucked at those games. Mm. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Um, this this is completely not... I have nothing interesting to say about this game because I only played it for a minute, but... Uh, go on. The, it's not funny or anything. The uh, Supreme Commander 2. I don't awesome. know, Jake, you looked very suggestive there. <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> it's not funny or anything. I don't have anything interesting to say about this yeah, game. No, I don't know yeah, nothing interesting some, to say. Anyway, now now boring, that I've just claimed it three times, stuff, and yeah. uh, I have chosen to not take the humorous segues that have been introduced <laughs> three times since you started this. Look, I want this to be unfunny. No, Supreme was, Commander 2. <laughs> Supreme Commander 2. Square Enix owns it now, I think, because I loaded up. I was at a demo station of that game uh, at like the Alienware booth or something, and the little all the copyright stuff all said Square Enix rather than Gaspard Games. So that's Chris Taylor is probably not thrilled about that, but I guess it was probably the only way he could get a big enough budget to uh, right. Because I don't know, Supreme Commander demands a certain amount of polish and the Supreme Commander demands. (laughs) (laughs) He demands polish. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you I mean it's not like Demigod where you could make that game on a on a lower budget. You know what I mean? It's this one, right. the fucking Supreme, Supreme Commander. Commander. He's pretty he's, supreme. Yeah. I mean, he he's, needs he, so needs he needs that money. Yeah, for yeah. supremacy. Yeah, to retain supremacy. Oh, supremacy! That's a real word, unlike the one I said. It's the <laughs> Commander of Supremacy. Yeah. Square Enix. <laughs> um, oh my God, uh, yeah. Weird, also that they're publishing Order of War. Oh right. Have yeah. you played that demo, Nick? No. It was weird. I tried it. It was definitely not my thing. Mm. Um, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Oh. Square Do you have anything to say about Left 4 Dead 2 other than we played it? Uh, oh, yeah, was well, it you fun? had some interesting visual things to say. I had say, some but visual I, things yeah, to visual, say, I guess. Speaking well, about your visual things. I will say that I haven't played <laughs> Left 4 Dead 1 on the Xbox, so I right. can't entirely compare. No, I think it did look better, though. I mean, obviously, it, it's Yeah, I mean, that, we were than... talking about that, just how sort of like one one step at a time Valve seems to be secretly entirely rewriting the renderer for Source where right, like this right. game yeah. uh, it seemed like the flashlight was once again massively uh, yeah. improved it really uh, it's been I mean even in even in things like Doom where it's all real time shadows it feels like you can see a distinction Doom 3 Doom, in Doom 1 all real time <laughs> shadows uh, it seems like you can always sort of see the uh, the the light beam cast by your flashlight independent of the Right of the yes. shadows ca- that it casts, yeah. you know, like it, it's sort of it's light, and then the projected shadows, and then the projected shadows from other other lights, and they all sort of just transparently dissolve over each other. But in Left 4 Dead 2, I was having a huge amount of trouble telling the difference between baked like baked in shadows, uh, real time shadows cast by world lights, and the flashlights of it all. The way that it was, it was. I don't know. It's something that I always yeah, look for because no. I always, I always want shadows in games to be good because they never are. Or right, like yeah, 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 your exactly, shadow yeah. of your the character, the shadow your character casts blending correctly into a shadow cast by an object. Yeah, that stuff is. And never then, a, and then well. a flashlight hitting it and cutting through all the layers correctly down to the to the textures. Right. Nothing does that right. And Left 4 Dead 2 was doing mm-hmm. it really well, and it mixed with all of the other sort of post processing of the sort of. Dynamic contrast and grain and stuff that Valve puts over Left 4 Dead. God, it looked really nice. It did look really like, nice. Like I, yeah. I realized that for the first time in a long fucking time or ever, I wasn't really thinking about the flashlight as a thing. I don't know. Like I just yeah yeah. When, I you, know when what they you have yeah, you yeah. in that it's, in that shitty '60s hotel, walking through all those rooms, and uh, it's sort of it's it's that Left 4 Dead two sort of dusky, not like super overcast. Maybe it's kind of about to become twilight. Mm-hmm. So all the rooms were pitch black. 
with just a little bit of gray and then the, putting the flashlight in there, man, it looked it yeah. looked real. It was weird. also also uh, the uh, the swamp looked amazing. Yeah, the swamp when the flashlight hit the water. Yeah, when it, the flashlight hit the water, sort of it, murky yellow. Yeah, you can of, see it oh, go God. down and through the water. Man, I should have played this. This like yeah, this no, sort of, it was good. The sort of yeah, the stanky yellow glow yeah, of a yeah, flashlight yeah. in really gross water. Yeah. Also, and, when you move through the water, yeah, you water move slows you down. Really now. slow. Yeah, it was which fun. Was kind of shocking actually. And uh, watching other people, they actually got all the weird sort of like splashes and trails. Yeah, like graphic graphic whoredom going on here yeah. but whatever it was, not, it was, yeah. really it was kind nice of, to man, look at I mean, it was not, really surprising not like, to be trite and it's obviously not the like core of the game but you definitely couldn't do that with DLC yep oh yeah right. I mean it's interesting too because we well, were yeah, no, all the, there's a lot of little details on Left 4 Dead 2 that make me happy that they were willing to just go boom doing a new thing sort of like what they did with the episodes where it was like well we we could I guess go back and redo all of the lighting in Half-Life 2 to support HDR and the new texture passes that we have mm-hmm. or fuck that we're going to start making new content using this stuff and yeah, it's, right. it's nice that, that they're doing that with Left 4 Dead where it's like this is just a separate SKU yeah. in the same universe using all of this new stuff that we're putting it it, it yep. even though we only play two screens it, it, or two uh, scenes worth it actually did feel enough like it was a, like the second entry in the series that I was I was glad that they just bit the bullet and did it. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, you know just on that note, coincidentally, I mean we were loading up a number of source games today, including Half Life, uh, Episode One, Episode Two, Portal, and it was sort of striking how God, the difference between original Half Life yeah. Two and Half Life Two Episode Two. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. No, it's, yeah. it's but then crazy. I mean I think Left 4 Dead Two right. is, is definitely the next step up from all of those. Right. Oh which yeah. Which was really interesting. Uh, also, they in classic fucking Valve style, they ended the demo at the exact point. Oh, I know, I know. You oh know my god! Like all those original uh, Half Life Two videos were like something epic was about to happen, and right. uh, you were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be good." Slow fade out. Yeah, like right. in this, it's not yeah. quite that. Like it wasn't a huge lumbering monster, but the safe house. Well, no, there were like for five minutes before we got to the point, we're like, "Oh man, it looks like we're gonna be able to ride some rides now. We're getting into the crazy funhouse section. This is gonna be great." Oh shit! Oh, and then we get in a room, and it's just like well, yeah, there, there's this huge the, the, what, sa- like the a, safe house door was yeah. the entrance to a shuttered. Right. Uh, Tunnel, tunnel of love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. And then, like, so the backside of the door blatantly was going to open up inside an abandoned, an right. abandoned theme park, like yeah. dark ride where you ride around in a boat. And then the demo, and then the demo just fades out. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, like, and then we waited for for at least a minute. We we're like, is this it? Oh, come on! And is then this like, it? and then uh, what's her name? Uh, Katie. Yeah. She said, no. She said, oh, you guys can keep playing. And we're like, I know. Oh, really? And then yes. it's like, oh, but it's just the same two scenarios over and over. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, and multiple fake outs. It, it literally yeah. was like you yeah. walk up the stairs and you see the little railings that go down, and then there's just a series of like painted red plywood hearts. And in the middle of the last heart is the door to the safe house. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, it fades out. I was like, this is going to be, oh, you yeah, bastard. It, it was pretty torturous. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Chet was talking about how there you know, will be actual like rides that you can compete in, I guess, or something. Like, not, even, not rides, but like not games. Not rides, but games. 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 Carnival games. games. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. I guess, yeah. Which is weird. But yeah, but, uh, yeah you should, I guess I people should hilarious. listen to that uh, Left podcast Left if you two, want to know more about that. Pretty goddamn it's, fun. Yeah. Yeah. All the things that, that are different from Left 4 Dead 1 actually stood out surprisingly well for me, and yeah. I was enjoying it a lot. Yep. Melee weapons, Melee weapons fun. are great. One thing I'm not thrilled about to balance out my enthusiasm is the retailer exclusive or pre-order Steam exclusive weapons. Oh, the baseball bat? I think that's bat? bullshit. Yeah. Yep, that is stupid. It kind of sucks, bullshit. but I'm so tired of that stuff. I mean, they're, they're having it so that if anyone on the server has it, everyone can, but yeah. I still think it's stupid. Anything that means, like, if you go to GameStop and get something better for buying the exact how, same game for the same price... How long does that price, exclusive last? I, I have no idea. I, I Anything like that, I am against on principle. Yep. I can't stand anything that... Ugh. 
the worst. So fuck Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that note. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I, I hate when people raise those issues to the exclusion of talking about other interesting things about a game, so I'll yeah. never do that. But, I mean, it is something yeah. I think is stupid, and I do want to say so. Um, also, uh, playing the game, I did really miss the overall mood of the Left 4 Dead 1 lighting. Like, I, I saw that in the mm. screenshots when Left 4 Dead 2 was first announced. Like, it's daytime, it's overcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're doing that to differentiate it. And, I mean, it does, yeah. it totally well, I mean, does the- feel very different from Left 4 Dead 1. But Left 4 Dead 1 did such a good job over the four scenarios of just nailing basically every iconic lighting scenario and sort of right, time from a zombie that you can film, have yeah. in, the, in, like, yeah. the final act of a zombie movie. And then this game was like, ah, well. Well, the first the first demo that they, that they gave at uh, E3 was just completely in the daytime. Yeah. Which was weird. This one, this it was, one, it was jarring. I mean, I think that, yeah, I hope that I mean, Resident Evil Five. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I like that they're willing to go for it, but I do right. sort of hope that we end up with a couple think, campaigns that are darker and they're just holding. Well, out. also, I'll, I, I will bet that they will refine this quite a bit in the in yeah. running up to the release. If in, you saw, in, if in you the saw next like four weeks. Well, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I think from that E three demo, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm talking specifically about the, the it, daylight stuff. If, if, if you looked at like, I mean, they did a blog post on this, but if you looked at what. The early stuff that they released for mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead and then what they and, finally I mean, did release. It, it was... definitely didn't bother me once I got into the thick of it. Yeah. But it for the first like five or ten yeah. minutes that we were playing. like And, and in a Valve game, the, the, the opening I- impression usually is pretty key. Yeah. Or like a pretty yeah. big thing yeah, that they, like, get, that they mean, nail. Who knows if the real, real campaign is going to start at that exact same point. But that stuff where you're just out on the road and it's daytime and you go, you jump through the abandoned overpass into the hotel. All that stuff just, it didn't really click that yeah. well for me but then once you get into the swamp and then once you get into the amusement park it was fucking gold yeah i would agree yeah uh so yeah also uh the slogan for dark carnival is you must be this tall to die <laughs> yeah i know it's amazing <laughs> which is the, yeah it's, so good. Yeah. it's maybe my favorite of all of the little left for dead catchphrases yeah. that have been released yeah. anyway left for dead 2000 yeah we yes. talked about a lot about that and released a podcast about it so oh, yeah, i know right. but it was fun oh no no i know yeah jesus was... chris why don't you just calm down <laughs> you you guys um <sighs> You, God, just, you we, just didn't play it enough. So anyway, Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to say about Mass Effect 2. The demo did not excite me. The demo really confirmed to me, like, and you know, I know I'm the stupid PC guy, but like, yeah, you were really we talk about PC all the time. I, you know, the, the I didn't PC, have a whole lot PC, of trouble with it. I, I know, but but you played the first one on 360, right? I did. Like going f- to me from oh, know, the PC yeah. one it's, where you've got tough. a pause menu where you've got access to all of your weapons, all of your squad mates' commands, everything all at one time plus a pointer. It going from that to like two entirely separate radial menus on the 360. It was really difficult really awesome. to, to go to da- to go down to that. I don't know. I uh, um I did want to just for people who haven't played. I don't want to. I just want to say, like, honestly, if you are able to play the game on PC and like you, you know. <laughs> It would be worth considering that because I it um, more so than most ports, it's a very different feel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I agree. I mean, I played it on PC a little bit, and it is definitely superior. We 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 were hoping that uh, that that the PC uh, UI and everything will be carried over yeah, to, yeah. to the PC version of right. Mass Effect Two. I don't think we've heard whether that's the case uh, or we, not. We asked sure. Mac, but he didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not his department, I guess. Right. The one thing I did want to say though is that. The uh, combat in Mass Effect 2, I think, is much improved. There yeah, now yeah, is locational that. yeah, yeah. damage. Right, that's a huge. Uh, when you shoot a guy, he reacts, uh, and you can you can blow his head off. Uh, can you so. shoot him in the balls? Uh, you can, although they have you know like robot balls. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Not yeah. satisfying. Every, even even the humans, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the future, everyone has robots. <laughs> well, you know, Mac was saying uh, they're going to try to 
with this story of this game. What is life? What is life? What is, what is, machine? What is AI? What's a machine? And uh, what, uh, we, what we mean by that is everybody's balls. been equipped with robot balls, cyborg balls. How many balls are replaced before you lose your humanity? These questions and more explored in Mass Effect Two, 2 balls? balls. Mass Effect Two balls. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. It's a DLC. People come to Idle Thumbs for the highbrow discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, yeah, so that's what I wanted to farts. say about Mass Effect Two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, I guess you know what? I guess to be a little more current with respect to Mass Effect, I did get the Pinnacle Station DLC for for the first game. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's keep talking about Mass Effect by all means. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, I'll try to limit it. To let's a, let's hear no, something. No, about let's, the, what's the, what's no, 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 no. Let's, let's humor let's, let's Chris here with his yeah, Mass okay. Effect talking. <laughs> you assholes! I hate you guys. I hope you get. Never mind. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> I was gonna say something distasteful. You oh, won wow. M one. <laughs> no, but that was funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brad, one of the Bombcast guys, he may have said this on their podcast. I haven't listened to it this week, but uh, he was they they I guess determined the uh, PAX version of swine flu is called E one M one, which is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess people at PAX may have been spreading swine flu around. Yeah, I think so, we, we missed out on that thank particular. God. We'll trend. find out. If, yeah, I know. I, I Give might, us a few days. I might get E one M one. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Pinnacle Station DLC for Mass Effect 1, uh, this was really l under the radar. Um, I don't see a lot of people talking about it, probably because it's DLC for a two-year-old game at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that might be why. Yeah. And they hadn't released any for almost that long. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's really strange DLC. Uh, it's not at all what, what you'd expect in a game like Mass Effect. Basically, there's a space station that you go to in the game in space and, uh, it's yeah. just it's a bunch of combat scenarios. You go in and there's like a time trial thing where you kill as many guys as you can. Like or there's a point capture mission where you have to capture points as quickly as possible. Yeah, it's a VR mission like thing. Point. So it's like or it's like the the um, mirror's edge. Yeah, it's kind of like the mirror's edge stuff, but all combat. And uh, it's weird. You you you, uh, you you have to beat an alien. You have to. There's an alien who has. The high score on most of these missions, and you got to beat his. Do you ever meet him? Does he come by? Oh like, yeah, he with comes by and, over his shoulder. You know, gives you shit for being a human and not being whatever. I'd like to whatever kind of. <laughs> well, that's basically what it is. And then you've See got you your like. Match. <laughs> Like, sorry, yeah, I, no, when you I, said yeah. there's an alien you have to beat or done all these, I totally picture a guy with a towel over his shoulder and like a headband right. uh, and like uh, like a sweatband and wristbands yeah, right. on in yeah. his trainers. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the pinnacle station. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the champion. <laughs> Why isn't I'm he in there? I'm always a high school. So yeah. um, so you, and then he sort of goes and gets all sort of, he starts fuming as you beat his scores. Yeah, well, he also basically does that. Uh, what is he, does he? <laughs> well, he gets. I can see you as the best. <laughs> <laughs> I still have one more score to beat. I beat seven out of oh, eight man. of his scores, so I'm getting pretty close. Mm. Um, and the last one's the only one that's actually been hard, so that's kind of annoying. Um, but uh, it's weird. I can't really decide if it's worth it or not. It's a very weird thing. It, it for me, it came at the precise right moment because it was right at the point in the game where I finally just pumped a ton of points into sniper rifles and all the weapon skill that make your sniper rifle not useless. So it was right when I'm like, Hey, I can shoot a guy now. Um, so that, you know, I, and I, then, I can't uh, speak for what it would be like yeah. for anyone else. Yeah. That's when Dieter started giving you his crazy challenges. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there also is the best, like one of the best space moments 
uh, in this DLC Best space where moments. the I guess the uh, top ten space moments. <laughs> I'm gonna do that blog post. Uh, but uh, you can um, the station I guess is orbiting some planet with with uh, Saturn like rings. Yeah, and you can just look out one of the windows and just see an amazing shot of a a ringed planet with a sun peeking out from the edge and kind of refracting around or so whatever. It's pretty great. Um, not so as that's great as the moon, though. It's not as cool as if the moon, only the space station was also a moon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice one, Jake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> space station. Wow, unintentional moon. reference. Okay, <laughs> good job. It's no moon. Uh, well, it is in your case. Um. <laughs> anyway, goddamn. All right, let's uh, move on here. Woo. We have so maybe much we stuff still to talk about. Oh, okay. Oh. We can, maybe we can. Are we? Do we have more pack stuff? Because maybe we can that may be it. Pack stuff. Guys. Yeah, we could. We could cut off. The we pack could cut stuff. off packs. We're cutting off packs. Packs, packs you're gone. cut off. All right. I, I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> oh, the coolest space moment was in the downloadable content. <laughs> All right, we're we're taking a break. Packs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Video game. <laughs> the yeah. next evolution of the Cytex Cyborg. Cyborg, you've grown. You <laughs> sprouted additional robot arms. <laughs> Let go of my gun. The third one just latches your on your gun. Your gun is now a game controller. <laughs> Whoa! This a is like pistol a grip. Early 90s peripheral commercial. Yeah. It's like a bunch of pencils get, uh, get knocked over. <laughs> as the Falcon, like, <laughs> the butt of the gun sort of with force feedback punches over a of transparent plastic bricks. <laughs> Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Force feedback. Oh, oh, the camera does some unnecessary like skewing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Your parents oh, help like, you hook it up as it punches through the camera. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Cool, and cool tools. Video games. Video games return. Video games. Hmm. We were playing some video games just before recording this cast. We actually <laughs> we delayed were... recording this for three hours. Yeah. While playing many video games. Yeah. yeah. So we were playing uh, Nick's sneak copy of Beatles Rock Band. Beatles which Rock is Band. Rock Band. Which is released by the time you this. We were playing an yeah. early copy, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, wait, even wait. though I think even right now people were getting it in stores because I think yes, it came out early tonight. Game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's okay. It was super fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick, you completed it. I did. What is your overall impression of this video it's game? It's really good. Yeah, that's what I gathered. Yeah. Yeah, they did a really good job with this game. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. guys saw. It is it's great. It is fun the, as hell. Uh, yeah. Uh obvious points that will probably annoy people, but it is <laughs> so goddamn fun to play a rock band game when every single song oh, yeah, I know. is amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Exactly. Yes. God. Like yeah. I like I like rock band and guitar hero, but there's so much stuff in yes. there that's just but I've been I've been experiencing that recently in actually. In comparison to my like, personal tastes yeah which are maybe stupid i don't know well when every song is a top shelf I mean, beatles are, song which are most every beatles song yeah 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 in rock band people 2, are i've just, been i've been playing a lot of rock band too no i it's true because i've been playing a lot of rock band too there are a lot of songs that i like but i like, wish i could delete half of them right because i'm tired of seeing I, those yeah. songs right but yeah just and with, but this game with, i wouldn't with beatles rock band like yeah. we had it on for three hours and i was never annoyed that someone was in the room playing rock band right exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have that like i love rock and roll for three hours yeah. while the drunk girl can't play anything right. else <laughs> right no, that's like that's a classic that's, syndrome yeah, yeah. but occasionally iron man <laughs> oh, God, the worst. Yeah, 
It's too, you know it's too bad too because Rock Band turns like what decent or tolerable it? songs into horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so many. God, weird. Some of these must be shared experiences. Oh I don't yeah, think I've even ever song. played this with you. Oh god. But, <laughs> what is? Because everybody knows it and like it. It's whether there are now common ex- like just shared sort of universal experiences. Yes. Of, oh, oh, those <laughs> two people at the party are song. still playing it. Yeah. But but given how many times I've listened to every single Beatles album in my life, like a thousand times, sometimes in a row, yeah, I really don't think I'll be having that problem. Well, like, actually, it was interesting though because I I was not. I mean, I like the Beatles, but I was not somebody that listened to sure, a lot of sure. the Beatles. But now you will. But now I will, and that's why this game is also really cool. Harmonics it's, and uh, Apple Corp wins and yeah, has defeated Apple you. Corp. Apple yeah. Corp, you're right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's true. I forgot that it's the a Beatles joke. love horrible puns. Yeah, they, right? I forgot that it's, it's amazing, including their band name and Revolver and Apple Corp. Yep. and Rubber Soul. Those are all... None of them are deep. You all think like Revolver or Rubber Soul is supposed to be deep? Nope. They just thought it was funny that Revolver turns around on a record yep. player yeah. and Rubber Soul is like what you have on your shoe. Yep. Yeah, the Beatles but are yeah, dumb. Anyway, they sorry. kind of dumb. <laughs> the, uh, but they're also great. The, this yeah. game exists to remind you that you like the Beatles a lot and to make you think about the Beatles music. Yes. It might do that really well, actually. It does that really well. We, and also not in a really annoying way. I mean, it, it's actually... It's, it's, it's all really well done. We might have all fallen really hard for Beatles Rock Band. And, it's uh, really good. Yep, take and that. And I, you know, in contrast to Nick, just for the other sort of Beatles experience, well, I guess we're not covering the one who that doesn't like the Beatles. But I hated the game. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I am a huge Beatles fan um, uh, to the point where I, you know, I, I do listen to those. I just go back and listen to mm-hmm. particularly the sort of second, like the second and third thirds of their career. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sort of re-impressed by how good those albums yeah. are. I mean, really. So, like, starting with the uh, the stadium segment of Beatles Rock Band, and <laughs> right? On. Well, you know, like basically Rubber Soul and Revolver and everything after, yeah. like everything from that point. To me, I mean, some a lot of the earlier stuff I'm not into from an album for full album point of view. There's a lot of great individual early Beatles songs that are even some among my favorites. But when they started getting into that kind of Rubber Soul, Magical Mystery Tour, uh, uh, Revolver, all that stuff, yeah. Every one of those albums is just solid gold. And when I, li- every, I listen to, I've been listening to a bunch of them again recently, just because the Beatles have been on my mind largely because of this game. Mm-hmm. And I, I really am just amazed by what a great band that was. And yeah. so I'm pretty jazzed about this game. And I, I don't have my own copy yet, but Nick, Nick, you brought that one over, and it, oh my god, it's been so fun. Yep. To just go through and, like Jake says, not ever have to worry about hitting the one where right, you're like, you're, ugh, Every single right. song's like, oh man, this, hey! Yeah. Like, oh, I haven't heard, like, I don't know, there, there have been some Beatles songs that I just haven't heard that much of, but... Yeah, uh, a lot of the early covers and stuff that aren't, that yeah. weren't like Lennon McCartney or Harrison mm-hmm. songs, but... Um, and it, it's cool, too, you know, I've heard, seen a lot of complaints about people, exp- or not complaints, but expectations that the game would be too easy, and it's certainly not at all on the level no. of a Guitar Hero sort of yeah, I mean, like, five or something, uh, but... Chris, both you and Nick obviously play Rock Band and Guitar Hero a lot more yeah. than me, which is next to never. I've been playing on medium because I'm a baby. But, I mean, you guys have been getting 99 to 100% on a lot of these songs just sure. the yeah. first playthrough. Yeah. Although, at this point, though, I get 99 on Rock Band I get, songs. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I get it's, that it's, on you most know songs I play on these games at this point. It's easier uh, overall, but it's not... It's it's not that it's not fun for being easier. No, I mean, they're all. It's it's actually. I would say that you know. I mean, I think challenge is part of what makes Rock Band fun. I do sure. think that that is an important yeah, part of you it. Wouldn't, you wouldn't want but, to just be playing nothing but right, power chords the entire right, time. Right, but there is an art to a note chart that goes beyond that. Like agreed, I mean, completely agreed. Yeah, I mean, I I think that it. You know, I mean, keeping it fresh and interesting and making sure that it actually matches the music in a yep. in a satisfying way goes beyond you know whether there are like a thousand goddamn notes on the screen right, right. and um, also as you guys 
both predicted, especially you, Chris, before this game came out, this might be the first Rock Band or Guitar Hero game where playing the bass mm, is yeah. fucking fun. Interesting. Yeah, 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 that's actually really refreshing to, 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 when you think about it. Because Paul I mean, McCartney was a great bassist. I mean, yeah. people talk a lot about how the Beatles stuff isn't super crazy from a musicianship <laughs> point of view, but Paul McCartney, as far as I'm concerned, is one of the best rock bassists. Right, I mean, yeah. he's... His bass lines are absolutely fantastic. And even the ones that aren't particularly difficult, Harmonix does such a great job of nailing the flow of what, because I, I do play all these instruments in real life as well. And I, I really believe that, that as Nick says, there is an art to, to these charts. And, uh, they, they do a fantastic job of nailing the kind of rhythm and sway of the bass. It's very different from guitar, even yeah. though they're the same note structure. Which, which and, song uh, is it where I was playing bass and failed out? The only time that I failed out and you. Man. That's right. You were just going, burr, chunk, yeah, chunk, chunk. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the that's the fucking the lead guitar part, and yeah. then the song and just the sounded so like, dead. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, it's one of the cool, not cool things, but one of the the sort of realities of the Beatles uh, sort of catalog in this game is that there are a lot of songs that do have individual easy parts. I mean, there are some songs where right. McCartney just you know does a pretty simple walking bass line or something. But there's there there are generally there's generally at least one instrumental part in every song. That is really interesting. Or, or even between play. just just guitar and bass. I mean, right. usually you can choose the one that is more you know demanding and and uh, and and not have to worry about exactly. You know. Yeah, and there are some <clears throat> there are some drum tracks that are more involved. The, the yeah. drum tracks are going to be the ones that are consistently least interesting, and that's just something that is a reality of Ringo's drumming. I think he's a a really Actually, appropriate yeah. drum drummer for the Beatles, but he's definitely not all that technically sort of complex, but I'm sure there will there, be there some, are some interesting, tr- I'm sure there are some, some, there were some interesting ones. Yeah, I, I drum actually, moments. yeah. I played through most of the game uh, on drums and it was actually really, it was really nice for somebody like me who I'm always on the bleeding edge between, between hard and the bleeding edge. The bleeding of drums. edge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got Neil Pert over here. <laughs> um, but no, I was, I'm so, always sort of between hard and expert in, uh, in, in rock band too. Some songs I completely fail on expert yeah. and, uh, and other songs, I, I, you know, are really easy on hard for me. Right. Um, but I think a lot of people will be able to eventually reach expert, uh, you know, and just be able to play, you know, the actual drum beats in in this, which is really satisfying. When you when you actually reach expert on drums, it's it's actually, I mean, it's it's not comparable to, uh, well, I mean, it's not comparable to the guitars at all. I mean, no, it's totally I, different. In the vocals, obviously, yeah. is is fairly accurate, but. Uh, it's really fun. And so. on that note, the thing that's totally new to this game, and Jake and I have not played yet, but Nick, maybe you have the harmony parts on the yeah, vocals. Yeah, yeah, no, it's amazing. It's it's it adds a lot because I mean, it, so it's, it's were really you, challenging. Were you and your girlfriend singing two part harmony? Yeah, well, yeah, and also just I was I was actually <laughs> singing alone as well, awesome. which is also yeah. challenging. Uh, I mean, it, it's cool. It's it's really cool that you have the choice. I mean, right, right. And and when you try and hit it, you fuck it up a lot of the doesn't time. Have, doesn't Because I'm not a course. singer, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's fun because it's you know it is it is challenging when you hit it though. You're not on the the melody, and it, it it's just it it adds something to the game. That Does the game have any sort of sort of training thing that'll let you hear an isolated version of those? Because like, there's no way that I, I like yes, I can I can carry yeah. it well, pretty I well. That, I was told on my, that I mean, I don't have a good interview. singing voice, but yeah. you know, yeah, I, I can I, I can pick out notes okay as a person who just sort of has right. played music at some point in my past. But yeah, there's no way I'm gonna be able to just yeah okay good That's yeah all. yeah. <laughs> There's nowhere to go with yeah, that. There are training modes. Yeah, yeah, there are training modes, and there are also, you know, even things like uh, the drum. The drum training mode has a specific um, thing that'll teach you like 80 different drum beats. Yeah, uh, like voiced a- by Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, so. do you guys get the Do you guys get the impression that maybe, and I, I have I'm pulling this out of my ass, but when when 
you know, Paul and Ringo, because they had to prove everything in this game. Right. When they, because there's all this stuff. Whenever you read an article about this game, it's always like, oh yeah, Ringo told us, you know, your elbow's got to be a little higher to be what I look like. And Paul would say, this thing's not quite right when I play the bass. Do you guys think maybe they were watching this and when they saw stuff like whammy bar affecting uh, pitch and like drum fills, they're just like, what? What is this? Oh, I Why think, are you allowed to fuck with our shit? Yeah, Take I mean, that out. Get that out of the game. Get I think that. actually, That's yeah. kind of what I think happened. It's it's that or or their publicist noticed that and told them and then they were like, yeah, the, oh shit! <laughs> the the right whammy on. bar not doing anything is a bummer. Yeah, it, is a, it is a bit of a bummer, yeah. And also you can't play... You, when you, you can't play, do when you, your when you own fills when you play... Uh, well, yeah, also at the beginning of a song when you're, when you're just screwing around, you don't... Like if you hit the drums... That one actually no bothers noise. me. It I does bother me. I can understand not putting in custom fills, I guess. But it really irritates me that you can't just stick around on the drums. Yeah, it does I, take a little bit. That's away one of from my favorite things about Rock Band. Yeah, yeah, and it always makes that little warm-up moment sound so much more realistic to me. Exactly. Right? Yeah. When the camera's panning out of the crowd's going, it's just yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's also a lot less noticeable when you when you screw up in this game. Uh, yeah, but it is even still, when you don't play at all, you can sort of still. It's hear less it a lot noticeable than other Rock Band games, but it's still like. My mind was destroyed. Oh right, yeah. When I first went are... and stopped playing, it was like, "What the fuck? The lead guitar <laughs> part is missing from a Beatles song. Yeah. Right. What is going on?" Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, uh, Chris, you and I had we came across those. There were mm-hmm. on the internet. There were f- we came across four leaked uh, tracks from Sergeant like Pepper, where it was, a, it was like Pepper, it was yeah. sort of scratchy recordings of the four actual original four track tracks. Yeah. So I mean, you could go and listen to you know just just the harmonies or just the guitar. But it was crazy hearing it in this weird, pristine setting that sounds just like the album, and then suddenly, right? Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, it's cool because one of my honestly one of my favorite things to do, and I'm listening to Beatles albums, is be- because they were using oh, right, such just- an an early kind of uh, heavy handed use of stereo to just completely tune out either the left or right channel. Uh, the way the Beatles stereo stuff is mixed, it's really basic for some reason. Like they they pretty much put everything in one I think channel or the other. They just got excited about that. Yeah, I think they did too. And uh, but it is really cool. And one the inter- interesting thing about the Beatles is, or to me, one one of the interesting things as a musician is that when you do uh, sort of unmix their stuff and listen to the listen to individual tracks, a lot of the individual track recordings are are pretty raw like they're you know they'll their their voices will crack a little bit or there'll be the tone of a guitar note isn't quite right stuff that if they were recording it now some engineer would just go in there with software mm-hmm. and just fix everything yeah um even more so though than a lot of contemporary bands the beatles left that stuff in the individual tracks but then when you when you bring it all together it's just, just it's so found so wonderful and it's right. cool to 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 you know in this game uh i i kind of I probably will just go into no fail mode occasionally and just drop an instrument out right. and just listen to it because honestly, even though they're not usually like melting the fretboard with their guitar work, a lot of those guitar lines and also bass lines are extremely interesting. I yeah. mean, they're not super difficult per se, but they're very, very interesting. And it's it's cool to that these games allow people to to isolate some of that stuff when you yeah. you might mm-hmm. not do that on your own. Um, cool. I like harmonics in their games. Yeah. So. Um... Yes, we should discuss the Novint Falcon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of other, we've been playing a lot of peripherals today. Uh, a lot of peripheral-based yeah, video Nick, games. Nick, you're like, oh, my hands are getting tired. I was like, that's because you're, <laughs> you're, you're playing Beatles Rock Band, and, yeah. and uh, we were playing a little yeah. Half-Life. We were talking earlier yeah. about how we were, had been loading through sort of Valve's uh, Source Engine catalog, and it's because Chris's crazy Novint Falcon peripheral showed up. Yeah, it, 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 I got it today. In, a, in, in an enormous I'm, box. In an enormous box. Um 
it's already a fairly large device, but the box makes it's like three times bigger than it needs to be. Even yeah, yeah um, the box could hold a bread. The device machine. is much larger than I assumed. Than, than you'd think, the device yeah. looks like the like the size gun. of yeah, what you'd expect the it portal is. gun to look like. Yes, like when you had you had portal open. You could take a picture where, uh, with, with <laughs> yeah. Chris it has like, like a, you're like a even bigger inch. dork than you already are by well, playing yeah, with the Novan Falcon. But I mean, you can take a picture where you match the perspective so that the Novan Falcon looks like the back half of the right. portal gun just blending right into the screen. Yeah, exactly. Should we reiterate what the Novan Falcon is? Novan no, Falcon. I think you're just keep talking the, about according it. According like to the box, it's a small robot. Oh shit! That, speaking of which, oh yeah, the box is amazing. <laughs> Well, describe it first. We've All right, some so choice quotes here. It's 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 a small device that sits. Well, it's not that small. It's a device that sits on your desk, and it has three robotic arms coming out of it that allow you to to move this thing uh, in three D space. Move a controller. It's got a sort of pivot that sticks out of the grip. front of it. Yeah, you move this around to aim in the same way you would a mouse, but sort of in 3D space rather than on a table. And then as you're doing this, it applies all kinds of forces. So if you're playing a game where you pick up an object, it will. Uh, create resistance on the movement of the yeah. device so that it feels like what you're picking up is heavier. When you fire a gun, it applies recoil and your handle snap back. And because it can move in a full 3D space, uh, it's not just like rumble where it's just on or off. I mean, it's right. fully directional. Like, and so if you get shot from the side, it'll knock you to the left or to the right and, and so on. The most impressive yeah. thing in this entire thing was we were playing through Half-Life 2 Episode 2 and... Uh, we all took turns with this. Yeah, for like an Chris, hour. yeah. Chris like sort of picked up a piece of wood and was like, "Oh, you can kind of feel that weird." And then we said, "Oh man, I hope we can pick up a rock." And then we walked around the corner. and There's <laughs> like a, a huge a, fucking yeah, stone. Boulder. And uh, you pick it up with the gravity gun, and then the Falcon applies resistance in this in a really realistic way. Like it actually feels like it's using, uh, you know, some sort of actual physics to to have gravity work correctly, where you sort of pick it up quickly and you can get a little resistance yeah. uh, reduction. But it it you're fucking lifting that rock up with your hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, just for kicks, Chris let go of the controller and just went... And just slammed onto the onto the desk. Sorry, but uh, it, it it looked like the way that the way that the 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 grip dropped on your desk looked like you had just let go of a rock. Yeah, yeah. And it had crashed down onto your desk. And, and when you're watching someone else play this, it looks like they're just bullshitting you. They, I know it looks fire, ridiculous. Their arm is just flying around. It looks like somebody who has a controller gun. in their hand. I think I was just it whipping looks it like around. When you play Mario Kart. Yeah, right. On exactly. your SNES, and yeah. you're like zooming all around. Right. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Who, jumps, who jumps with the Nintendo Actually, I think I've described this before, but when I saw the Wing Commander movie in the theater. I saw it in the theater. When I <laughs> yeah, when I saw the Wing Commander dead. movie in the theater, yes. yeah. The yes, guy sitting exactly in front of me, yeah. whenever like whenever the Kilrathi ships would be shown <laughs> and the guy was shooting, the guy in front of me would go <laughs> and like shake around in his chair uh, as if like right. he was firing the gun and feeling right. the recoil. I did yeah. not understand what that guy was doing. But uh, he <laughs> now apparently, you do. yeah, he had two Novan Falcons, one in each hand, and they were wired up to the film. <laughs> now I know. And what, the by the way, the thing we were, we did after about half an hour of this is I I went you it has the <laughs> oh, yeah. the calibration options on this thing are incredibly detailed but it, there's also there's all sorts of sliders for like resistance and weight all and all this stuff recoil but there's and, one yeah. big slider for master resistance and for if you mass just, effect for mass effect <laughs> and if you just turn that all the way to the top it's it just perfect. magnifies the the sort of physical yeah, reaction so then we were actually everything. having to lift a refrigerator whenever yeah. you pick up a rock yeah exactly yeah. it's hilarious <laughs> yeah um and but but, well, but it is really funny I mean when you yeah. when you fire a big shotgun or the best like is an the, assault, is the assault rifle when you hold just, just bucks until you're, you know, basically. Yeah, the assault rifle the actually does force you to move it up over yeah, time because yeah. the, ridiculous. The You've got to actually correct for the yeah. correct yeah, like, for yeah, the like, recoil. When my my aim was just flying around wildly, like I couldn't hit the, a damn uh, thing. The fact that it doesn't only it's not only translation, it's not only movement, but rotation counts was really interesting to me. Like I we were playing through episode two, and there's the part where you're you're with the, the two resistance guys. 
uh, at those at the four tunnels when all the right. ant lines are coming in. The turret defense and, part. Yeah, and the turrets, the turret defense. The turrets are really heavy. <laughs> um, but yeah, those those the they're 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 probably the heaviest objects that we picked up in the game. Um, <laughs> But it was it was interesting to me that I I ran out of sort of the ability to lift it up because it was it was so heavy. <laughs> We're talking about turrets here, turrets but, like guns. But, um, so what tripods. I ended up having to do basically, like lifting an actual thing up, is I had to just actually tip my hand back so that the the center of gravity, both on the actual Novan Falcon and on the turret, uh, would would it was it was such an interesting. It was thing. it was it was. Like, I actually felt like and I was I, picking those turrets up and moving them around right. and setting them down. So that the turrets would shoot at the ant lions. And uh, <laughs> all right, I, should, I, I yeah. You should. We should bear in mind that this is not what it's like by default. We we scaled up. Oh like, yeah. You don't course. have to play a game. It doesn't like have to this. be like it's, oh my god, physical force required. But right. it, it is an interesting experience. It is. Uh, and one of the most interesting things I thought is that one, that's more what it would be like if you're actually. I mean, if you're actually. If you were firing Gordon a gun, Freeman. No, but I mean, you know, <laughs> right, firing a gun recoil, is not what it's like in a video yeah, game. Where you've yeah, got yeah, perfect. Yeah. What was interesting is that when you. With all of that resistance on, then when you go and find a pistol and it doesn't just knock you on your ass every time you fire it, it's it's actually really cool. It's like you really are using a pistol as opposed right, to using yeah, an assault rifle or something because right, but yeah, you, you can you, basically you're firing with a little the little pea shooter pistol in, in Half Life Two. Then you pick up the Magnum and it's like and your right, the force yeah, actually right, makes, right, right. makes your hand make the camera go flying up. But and I mean, look at the sky. right? But I mean, when you go back to the pistol, right. it makes you really appreciate that right. it's yeah, a manageable yeah. weapon that you can get your. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my brain. Accepted the Novan Falcon a lot more quickly yeah. than I thought I would. It no, was, I know it was actually fairly intuitive. It was, it was kind of fun, actually. Uh, so. It was fun. The only downside, maybe, is that you know there is no way to really lean your arm and well, use you this just need. Thing. Well, yeah, there is. You, they, they, I mean, they suggest you just do it with a chair with arms on it, which mine does not have. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, suppose you could. The, the way that you're, where it's located on your desk in particular is higher than I. Yeah, I, I right. You really got to plan for this pad. thing, I guess. Yep. Uh, you got to make some room in, in your life for the Falcon. Just, just yes. yeah, you just use a chair with arms if you can. And at a, yeah. at a but, uh, otherwise, your arm is going to get very yeah, tired. It was. But, a, it's uh, a surprisingly yeah. cool peripheral, actually. I do also miss the ability to use a mouse to just whip around 180 degrees because yeah, the Falcon yeah, is more yeah. like an analog stick. This is not for multiplayer gaming, I don't think. No, no really it, it's very so. much for a thing it like Half Life. It, yeah, it's for it an immersive experience. I mean, right. the one the games they always use to sell it are one because one Valve games because like they have a lot of physics Crisis, in them, Half Life, and then also uh, Penumbra, Penumbra because that's like entirely a first person sort of physics driven right. adventure. Oh thing. yeah, pull out the I can't box. I can't wait to play. This it is amazing. I was I picked this box up and uh wow the quotes on the box yeah, are it has, pretty amazing let's, let's just say the idle thumbs audience yeah, yeah this, you guys, this you was, guys will love the i was flabbergasted twice in a row so, go ahead on <laughs> the novent falcon limited edition so <clears throat> think the Wii's remote is innovative <laughs> get ready for 3d for 3d touch that will blow your mind <laughs> ign best of e3 <laughs> gear ign.com and then and then <laughs> that follow, it's followed up with the second this is on the, this is on the yeah also on the on other the side I recently had a hands-on experience with the Novent Falcon, a completely new interface device from Novent Technologies, and was absolutely blown away. Uh, <laughs> Resident, Resident Gamer. Resident D Gamer. Four. Yeah, Resident D Gamer four. 4. That's probably the only one. Uh, um, so that was pretty good. Wow. Uh, and, you know, just to, to drive this home, uh, 20% off with The Wizard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, if, if you, you want, want one of these, thing. because you're as crazy as Chris... <laughs> Uh yeah, use promo code the wizard on the Novent site and get twenty percent off of your Novent Falcon. I want to f- I want to remember to say this because I will forget and you will go crazy if you know if I don't tell you this. 
Uh, it took me like an hour to figure out why my Falcon wasn't working oh, with yeah. any Valve games. The reason is because the drivers included on the disc in the box are not the latest drivers. Uh, you need to get the ones off of Novin's website. And if you don't, it will only work with the cheesy like demo games they include with the device, which <laughs> yeah. are not... like. Like Citizen Bear or whatever it is, <laughs> monkey, like Newton, monkey, Newton, 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 monkey, monkey, Newton's monkey, Newton's yeah, monkey, yeah. I, I wish it was Citizen Bear. What is <laughs> that one? <laughs> it's um, Citizen Kane. So yeah, don't even bother with the disc. You don't really even need yeah. to. Just just go straight to the web website and download. That's what I almost did at the beginning. I'm like, I don't like, need a disc. I'll use the disc. I'll just. Mm. Oh, maybe I should use a disc. Yeah. Nope, don't. Chris bought this, and then we thought it would be funny to get a promo code, the Wizard. Yeah. So those two. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. I did. But I bought it, and I'm kind of glad, because it's it's actually really uh, yeah, it's cool. unique and cool. I don't know if I will buy one, but uh, I will play yours sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so, God, we've talked about a lot of things today. Yep. We have. Is there anything else that we ought to talk about? I think we could maybe talk about taking a break for a minute. Okay. What? Should it's, we take a break? It's break the second. <laughs> All right. Breaking it up with the brakes. Break two. The da, 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 da. Break two. Electric. Brecken. Break. Electric Brecken. <laughs> electric Breedon. <laughs> Breedong. Video game. Welcome to the uh, highly anticipated Dreamcast segment. Where we read your dreams. Yeah, we've been talking about doing this for months. So yeah. uh, we know you've all been anticipating the Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially today. Uh, yeah, we felt it was time. Yeah, yep. I mean, we we have been talking about doing this for months and months. Yeah, and we requested these ages. Yeah, ago. we requested emails from you about your dreams. Yeah, uh, right. About things things that you'd love to see. No, about uh, <laughs> about uh, dreams you've had about video games. So uh, people wrote in a bunch of them, and yeah, we're people bunch. seem to really we'll to enjoy. Yeah, so it's a sort of bunch. themed uh, themed reader mail this week. We right. did get a lot of really awesome other reader mail this week, and we'll be we'll be checking that out next week. Right. Yeah. But for now, we're turning your nights into dreams. Mark writes. This is an old dream I had when I was a kid, and that I'll never forget. A couple of weeks before I had it, I got a Game Boy, which was my first video game system. My parents had never bought me video game stuff, so I had to scrimp and save and got only got Link's Awakening with it. In my dream, I was walking in the Nile with a bunch of grass reeds, and I saw the basket with a bunch of blankets in it. This reminded me of the Moses story in the Bible. I was psyched that I'd meet Moses and we'd be best buds. When I moved the blankets, there was no kids, but a bunch of Game Boy cartridges, which was much better. <laughs> I played the shit out of Kirby in my dream, just making up the gameplay since I've never never actually played it. When I woke up, I was terribly depressed that I no longer had a wicker basket of video games. Thanks for the podcast, Thumbs. Also, this is how old, this is how long ago we asked about this. P.S. I've heard about this Trine game. Is it any good? <laughs> Man. Uh, that actually, <laughs> my brother at one point got me Zelda 2 for the NES thinking that he was getting me Zelda 1 because we were kids at the time. <laughs> oh, and geez, and uh, for some reason, I ended up knowing that was the case because we were uh, somewhere and someone someone in the room for some reason had a lunchbox that was a Zelda lunchbox and he pointed at it and just out of the blue was like, that's a sweet Zelda lunchbox. <laughs> and it was like Christmas was right around the corner. I was like, why are you saying that? Was, I don't know. It's a pretty cool Zelda. <laughs> and then I knew that he had gotten Zelda, and then uh, I was sad when it was Zelda two. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was the Return of Ganon. Uh, yeah. It was. I thought it was the Adventures of Link. Oh, Return of Gastro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Double triple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Donald writes. Uh, Bad dudes, gentlemen. On last week's cast, you asked for the bad dudes' release date to determine if Reggae. Oh, this isn't about a dream. <laughs> Never mind. Screw you, Donald. <laughs> Wait, a oh, minute. Oh, all a dream. dream. All right. 
Uh, on last week's cast, you asked for the Bad Dudes release date to determine if Reagan was still in the office because of somebody's dream. The, I think we read this months ago. The game was released in arcades and on PCs in 1998, though the NES version came out in July of 89 after Bush the Elder took office. All right, whatever, next. We totally read this. All right. Uh, Please, that's not a dream. Here. Carl writes... It's funny you should mention the solicitation of, solicitation of video games dreams, as I had one just prior to that blast. Let me set the scene. With the weather being hotter than hell these past few weeks in the UK, my mind has inevitably taken a turn for the worse. I was in bed the other day, and I thought my PC was playing the Space Harrier theme, even when it was turned off. Regardless, I was awake last night and morning. It was 8am, and I was getting ready to go to bed. What? I had just discovered Secret of Monkey Island a number of years late, admittedly. After playing a short time, uh, made the meat with a condiment, I figured it was time for me to go to bed. What, can, what followed can only be described as one of the weirdest dreams I've ever had. From what I can remember, I was seeing the world through the eyes of Guy when suddenly the dream became third person, and I was watching a fight between myself, LeChuck, and a vaguely androgynous porcelain doll man-woman. We all stabbed each other with swords when LeChuck started to strangle me. For the rest of the dream, I saw it through his eyes, however. My head suddenly started to shrivel and turned into a skull, and my neck suddenly turned to rubber, and my face turned into Monkey D. Luffy from the comic One Piece, and then I wrapped my rubber neck around LeChuck and strangled him to death. It was at this point that my brother woke up and i <laughs> that i woke up and i quote my brother you were talking to yourself in your sleep saying oh god don't hurt me and flailing your arms around like bees were attacking your face <laughs> stop playing games at six in the morning <laughs> anyway keep up the stellar work i'm a huge fan you guys are the best carl that's pretty good that's pretty great that's a crazy dream man so yeah that sounds like something that could be in monkey island 2 yeah yep. like in yeah. a sequence that i guess i shouldn't spoil but uh. yep yeah, um, that time when Guybrush turns into Plastic Man. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. Neck. Plastic Man is what was yeah. being channeled there. I also like the eyes of Guy, but uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Rich writes um, something that isn't actually about dreams, but included the word dream, so it showed up in my search. All right, uh, Fraser McMillan writes uh, to Christopher Remo and his idle thumbs. Sorry to shit all over your dream parade, but. Uh, now, this isn't about dreams either. This is about some other <laughs> podcast or something also asking for dreams and calling us posers or something. I don't know. That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. Screw this. All right. <laughs> Liz Beatum writes, hello, my favorite podcast, Idle Thumbs. This other podcast had a thing about dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I have video game dreams all the time, which is usually pretty great. Although after the first sessions of playing Prototype, I dreamt I had the zombie powers of the main character and the police were pursuing me and it was incredibly fun. However, when I was a child and playing Doom, the shareware version, because my parents wouldn't buy video games... I, that was me too. I had a dream that I was in Doom. I was in a long hallway in a generic dark industrial facility with platforms and lava and assortments of imps, pinky demons, etc. I was running along, jumping over the lava, dodging fireballs when I opened my inventory, which is retarded because as far as I can remember, you can't actually open an inventory screen in Doom, and realized I had no weapons or ammunition whatsoever. I wonder if that represents feelings of inadequacy to dream you were in an NPS with no weapons or ammo. Anyway, realizing I had no weapons upset me and I was very afraid of the pinky demons pursuing me. I was sure they would eventually catch up to me and rip me to pieces or I'd run into something even worse if I kept going. Feeling that suicide by lava would be a less painful alternative, I ran to the edge of the platform and jumped off. There was a brief flash of pain and I woke up. I fail at being the Doom Marine. <laughs> I also sometimes dream I'm playing video games that don't exist, that are always incredibly awesome blends of different genres and really fun. I wake up with a sense of irritation and longing. Does that ever happen to you guys? Actually, that's yes. Our, that's our living yeah. dream. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes have dreams like that where I'm just doing, like, playing a game or watching a film that is just sort of nebulously amazing. Right. right yeah, and yeah, my yeah. body is just sort of creating, like, false, like... Feedback and false, sort of yeah, reactions. Yeah, yeah. Just, this is so fucking good. And right. then it's like... Oh, oh. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's anything oh, real that is stuff that awesome. is actually dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Wes Erdelak, uh, who we know, and he's a cool guy, writes. Also, really quick, that Doom Dream is really depressing. I know. Yeah, I know. Good God. Yeah, I like the psychological analysis, though. That's yeah, no, it's good. Um, Dear Idle Thumbs, I really like your show. Keep up the good work. Lately, I've been having a series of recurring nightmares about Guitar Hero. In the last one, I was over at the house of former Computer Gaming World editor Jeff Green. We were trying to play Guitar Hero together, but the note charts were playing on a small black box covered in colored LEDs instead of a TV, and I totally failed. In a previous version of the same dream, I was playing on the TV, but the note chart was replaced by an isometric field of scrolling 3D columns, like in Zaxxon, and the plastic guitar broke into two pieces in my hands. Man, these are some crazy dreams. Luckily, this time I held the guitar together while I ad-libbed this sweet guitar solo from Stevie Ray Vaughan's Lenny and saved the day. I read a little bit of Freud (laughs) in college, and when I look back on these dreams, the imagery strikes me as being pretty overt. As a side note, when I was at California Extreme last weekend, several people told me that Sinistar gave them terrifying nightmares as children. I believe it. Even now, the image of that cackling robot skull shrieking run coward is pretty unnerving. Best West Earth. When Sinistar chases you around, it's actually fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does live. I know. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? And we're getting through these. Yeah, you know I'm, that time when, when Sinistar calls you up and then says, I'm your boyfriend now, then his tongue sticks out of the phone? <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> what? I get that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think I do. That's a nightmare yeah, on the street. street. Oh, I've not seen it. I'm stupid. Yep. Uh, that was a really <laughs> scary image, though. Yeah. Jesus. Uh Let's see. John Wiswell writes, Dear Idol on the Thumbs, ask and you shall receive video game dreams. I don't normally dream anything related to games, so I was surprised to have a night-long dream last evening about being stuck in a Left 4 Dead-like survival mode. Man, hopefully it's because we asked for video games and video game dreams. My friend and I did not want to play, fearing for our lives, and spent much of the time trying to escape the map or at least hang out on roofs kicking away ladders a la Resident Evil 4. Instead of two additional partners, we were supported by several dozen lemmings, who and he capitalizes <laughs> lemmings, so he oh, must so mean the video game. Oh, so the lemmings yeah, from yeah. lemmings. Who constantly got caught and chewed upon, whereupon we would stop our escape attempt and try to save them. The map only had one tank, Hulk Zombie, which would appear, chase me away from my party and across the map, and then disappear. It really liked doing this, pulling the trick four or five times and destroying several barns and school buildings. I like that this this boss zombie is more of just a dick than an actual like, yeah, yeah. aggressor. Um, <laughs> eventually, I fell through the ground and wound up in a brightly lit golden cathedral full of plants versus zombies corn catapults, which bravely took the tank down in my defense. God, I love that in his dream, yeah. the weird surreal thing that happens is an actual plausible video game bug right. Right. falling through right. the world. Because yeah. everyone's had that experience. That's great. All right. So he continues. The tank was freezing because it had a pad of butter on its head is something I will always treasure. <laughs> what? Oh, God. I reached the surface to find my friend had discovered, he used the word unlocked, the Ghostbusters car, and the siren had scared the zombies away, prematurely ending the level. Fuck. Wow. That's like a I want to play of, this uh, game so yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we piled the lemmings into Ecto-1 and drove off the map, but it seemed like another wave of zombies were following just when I woke up. I'll never know if a lemming can wield a proton pack. Please keep up the fine podcast, fellows. Your alternative, uh, your alternately insight and silly discussions are a pleasure. There be so many dudes in this call had me laughing for hours. I don't remember that, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It was probably pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah we were probably great. hilarious. Oh, yeah. man. Another podcast. So, did cheers, John Wiswell. Yeah, that, like, you guys know the game Rom Check Fail. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. This sounds yeah. like the most fucking <laughs> right, amazing right. version of that. Like, yeah. you're playing Left 4 Dead, and then maybe lemmings appear, and you can have them build a bridge for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you fall down into what sounds in my brain like the end of Wind Waker. 
<laughs> like that's what I was picturing right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then Plants vs. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies catapults, and then the Ghostbusters car, which is unlockable <laughs> in some recent right. game. Right. Somehow it? you unlock it. Oh well, the Ghostbusters game maybe. Oh, there was also a game. I thought it was right. a Need for Speed or Burnout. Or Burnout, uh, Burnout, Burnout had it. Burnout, Burnout yeah. 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 Also the Ghostbusters game, but fuck that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want it to be an only games I like. Also, that was a million games that I like. Yeah. Also, that was a hilarious. Oh movie. man, we got a follow-up email from Liz Beatum earlier, who who wrote us the one about the Doom Marine, and she says, uh, "Sub thumbs." Uh, well, she started off talking about how don't make your podcast shorter in response to the European guy that everyone responded to, but then uh, more it's on, not as you can see right now. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. yeah. More on topic, she says. On the other hand, you started reading an email of mine once, then stopped saying you would save it for a special tiers email segment that never actually happened. Oh, yeah, we never did tiers. I I can only assume you hated my email so much that you canceled it. Then you requested video game dreams, and I sent something in, and then we never heard about any dreams ever again. Oh, the fact that we delayed this I am the segment killer. Thanks for the podcast, though. I love listening to you guys, Liz. That's hilarious. We should probably do the countdown to tiers at some point. Yeah, we need to remember to do that. Yeah. Um, now that we've got way more indefinite number of years added to it, we've yeah. got plenty of time. Um, that was a funny observation, though. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, I'm glad we at least read one of them now. All right, Pete. My Game Dream by me, a gamer. Hey, guys, you may be sick of these by now, but I had a game dream last night, and I figured I'd share an interest in padding out a future cast. Next, I love that this guy thinks we might be sick of them by now, months later, because like he assumes we're just taking them all and just reading them. We're so excited <laughs> by all of these dreams now, though. I know, it's great. Six months later. Next week, I'm going out of town to stay in Edmonton for a few nights. This happened in the past now. Uh, Edmonton being the home of Bioware, one would expect that my dream may in some way relate to them. One would be mistaken. In my dream, I'm walking down White Avenue, Edmonton's big party in Pub Crawl Street, with my girlfriend, when suddenly about half a block ahead of me, I see an oddly familiar bald head. Hurriedly saying, I'll be back in a second, I run up to this man and start shouting, Jay? Jay? Jay, is that you? He turns around, and sure enough, I'm face-to-face with Jay Allard. Although something, <laughs> although something is not quite right about him. I can't put my finger on it at that time, so I simply ask him if I can get a picture with him. I snap a shot using my Nintendo DSi and return to my girlfriend, smugly thinking to myself how awesome it will be when I reveal to the Idle Thumbs forum that I have in fact discovered Jay Allard's secret Canadian hiding place. I open my DSi to show my, I love this one. I've read this. I open my DSi to show my girlfriend the picture and begin to explain who Allard is and why I was so excited when I noticed that the picture is not what I thought it was. Rather, there's a picture of me standing next to the eyes of Allard head from Space Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed, I close my DSi and go back to enjoying my trip. How could that be a real dream? I know, that's pretty amazing. I actually leave on this trip tomorrow and will be listening to the latest blast on my way there. I'll let you guys know if I have any actual Allard sightings while I'm away. Oh, Keep man. on casting, blasting, and running a solid 40 minutes over your intended recording length. Every minute the cast goes over the one hour mark makes my week that much better. Cheers, Pete Worthington, Biffy495 from the forums. God, that's amazing. Wow. That might be the most amazing dream. This yeah, guy might win an award. I like that he was ashamed in his dream that he accidentally got a space giraffe level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that's amazing about this one is it's such a classical movie dream right like yeah. this like is Alfred Hitchcock yeah. directed exactly that dream. right yeah, yeah. The, I mean this is the like, ideal oh no like, oh, it's, oh I thought it was something else right yeah. interpretable dream like right. this right. There, you know David Lynch oh my dream. god brilliant that's that's and the fact that it was Jay Allard and then like right, Jeff like Minters you see, see him from weird. the back of his head and then he turns around and <laughs> right, it's really yeah, him it's the, but is it really but something is wrong something's yeah wrong but the fact that you Jay can't Allard. tell until you open up right. the picture it's, uh, and he start even it's even like and it turns out of the spotless mind like when Elijah Wood is there and right, he's yeah. trying to turn him around and then his right. face is Baby like a screwed boy. Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
God, so that was incredible. You, you, sir, God, you win a medal. All right, so uh, Griff Rousseau, Icebox, well known to this cast. Icebox. Icebox. Sex box. <laughs> sex box. Oh, yeah, there's a sex box. Yeah, now. there's a sex box. There's an all new box added to yeah, the lineup. Yeah. yeah. Crap box. Crap box. <laughs> Suck box. Ice box. Sex box. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, yeah. Icebox's dream. Here's an actual dream I had Jesus about Monkey Christ. Island 2 and a few other video games. Two Monkey Island dreams. Oh, wow. uh, I woke up at 4.30 yeah. after having this eerie and unnerving dream and could not get back to sleep. So before I forgot this strange adventure, I wrote it down for the convenience of you and your listeners. It began with Grim Fandango. The temple gate had been unurbanized with sprawling de- deco cafes and phone booths, bars, elevators, and high-rise towers. Many has returned to the land of the dead on... on some strange mission or else has failed to escape. I am silently following someone who is hunting him, a hitman. <laughs> this is a Grim Fandango 2. Again, capital hitman, so presumably he's talking oh, about the oh, hitman. Right, yes. right. I try to tell him, but, but I am barred from the third floor cafe that he enters. I later find Manny before watching helplessly as he is shot and thrown out the window onto the train tracks. He says, sadly, ominously, this is it, Gladys. This is the end. Oh, Jesus. But it is, yeah, but it isn't. I wander into a refrigerator, strangely hollow like a door, and as I walk deeper and deeper, what the hell? It slowly begins to look like the underground tunnels from Monkey Island 2. I walk out and I'm in the winding paths of a seeming Monkey Island episode, but it's not actually from one. Some strange premonition urges me to search for potatoes. This is the dream, he, he claims. So I follow one of countless monkeys to yet another fridge. Inside a small room with bland concrete walls, I grab a sack of potatoes off a shelf, then proceed even deeper. The ground slowly turns to water, so I begin paddling. Then it begins to get creepy. Softly, slowly, the unnerving and eerie music from Monkey 2's finale begins to play. LeChuck is following me. Lurching through this shallow swamp water, I wander through a doorway and everything changes again. The perspective zooms out to the galaxy stage in Spore, then zooms back into a lost Aztec ruin in the Midwest. I walk through the quickly thickening jungle and hear the snarl of countless panthers. It is Bioshock 3. The Panthers are modified with some form of atom. But walking deeper, the halls begin to change back into the underground tunnels. It is a dead end. LeChuck walks in and says good night and flicks off a light switch, cackling maniacally. I wake up in a cold sweat. Authors note this dream has been presented in its original unaltered format. It seems spontaneously and absolutely crazy, but you asked for the real deal. Uh, and the really weird thing is I hardly ever even dream about video games. Icebox, and then he adds in parentheses, fucking Icebox, that guy's a fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. Oh man, um, that's pretty extreme. That's an ex- dream, yeah. yeah, an extraordinarily also, extreme dream. Also, points for a Bioshock sequel appearing in your yeah, dream. Yeah, right. Yeah. So now we've got Bioshock Three has uh, what, Panthers, Panthers, yes. and Bioshock Five is on the moon. The moon. Yeah. So we once we uh, fill in Bioshock we Four, in Bioshock we'll 4. we'll actually it we'll, might be the Leisure we'll Suit Larry of Bioshock. That's true. In Bioshock Five, you'll travel back in time to Bioshock Four, right? But Bioshock Four will not in and of itself exist. Mm. So well played, Two K. Exactly. 2000 games. Well played 2000, 2000 games. games. Okay. What else do we have here? I think we're getting to the end of the dreams, but I think we might have a couple more. Uh, we got some recently from people who I guess were still holding out hope that we'd someday do this, and I guess that faith paid off. Um, or maybe not. Hmm. When are you writing about dreams? <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, okay. Oh, this isn't a dream, but this is really funny, actually. This is Lawrence. Our, uh, it's kind of like a dream. It's Lawrence, our buddy. You heard him on one or two of the GDC casts? Yeah, he was on some of the conf grenades. One of the UK folks. He says, 
Uh, hey guys, I noticed in the thread, the forum thread of the most recent podcast, some people mentioned some minor coincidence when you guys were talking about Spider and Spider Solitaire. This made me think of a gaming-related coincidence I had ages ago. I thought I'd fish for any others like the gaming dreams and gaming fears questions you've had. I was playing Project Gotham 2 with a friend of mine. On our one particular challenge, I happened to finish the course in 2 minutes and 22 seconds. In addition to this, I just happened to have racked up 2,222 kudos, the points rewarded for style in that series. Amused by this mild coincidence and realizing it was quite late, I said to my friends, Ha! Huh, what are the chances of it being 22 past 2 right now? I looked at my watch, and lo and behold, it Holy was 1.38 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment's pause before I realized it was 22-2-2, and time had one-upped my suggestion. So that was forever remembered by me as the Night of Twos. Wow. Jesus. 22-2-2 is... is Goddamn epic. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he asks, have any of you guys or any of your readers have any weird coincidences while playing a game? Witty conclusion, Lawrence. Uh, that was goddamn amazing. So yeah. I've, if anyone has anything like that, that'd be uh, cool. Um, let's see here. Okay, this is just yesterday, actually. Someone sent in the uh, our last dream. John Jackson writes, I had a dream about video games last night, and I heard you guys like these kinds of things, so here's, here's how it went. I started playing Descent 2, or maybe 1 since they look the same, and flew around shooting up robots like I normally would. After a while, I stumbled into a bar. The bartender was one of the random NBC robots, but wearing a tie and Godbot was hanging out with some other spaceships having some drinks. Oh, Godbot was hanging out with some other spaceships having some drinks. I hung out there for a while, had myself a good time, but not after boarding up the door so the evil robots couldn't get in. After a few drinks, I suddenly realized my mission was to blow up the mine, so I told my new acquaintance that I had to go do that. They didn't take this too well, and it turns out one of them was the level boss, so he unloaded a few dozen missiles at me. I held down my trigger to fire back, and we just duked it out like that, trying to outlast each other. For some reason, he would turn into a big version of whatever weapon I shot at him weird. But anyway, I eventually killed him, and the mine exploded with me in it. Then I watched a cutscene showing an almost dead me climbing out of a destroyed mine. I like that in a dream, yeah, it distinguishes between a cutscene and gameplay. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hopefully his dream had the widescreen bars come down. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, there was a second part of my dream, although it didn't have anything to do with video games. Well, why not? I went to a forest one day, but was run over by a huge truck that looked like a moon rover. It was being Sweet. driven by Han Solo, and he drove up a hill, which turned into a building. It turned out this was a new kind of magic vehicle that could <laughs> exist in multiple parts of time at once. As he drove past me, he suddenly appeared in a photo I'd taken earlier. Then he drove to the moon, and suddenly history changed, and he ran over Neil Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Red Alert, but weirder. Oh, that's good. It turned out that Han Solo was on a secret assassination mission for Darth Vader. <laughs> Some other stuff happened, but I don't remember it all. If you're still reading this, then thanks for being patient with my strange ramblings. I'm not sure exactly why I'm sending this to you, but I hope you enjoyed it in some way, John. I did enjoy That's it. great. I like That's the like image when a five-year-old is like over. playing yeah. with like Han Solo yep. and Darth Vader right. figures. And then he went to the He's moon. He's like, and then he went to a moon. Like, uh, but he wasn't on a on secret a mission. assassination mission to kill Neil Armstrong. Maybe some five-year-old. Maybe, Maybe. sent yeah. by Darth Vader. I love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Good times. So yep. is that our dreams? That's a dream. Someone someone writes in about sort of the dreamlike state of Martian Chronicles, which is cool, but... We can read that, we next, can read read that next week. It's a good email, though. So. Oh, uh, we have a couple things, right? Do uh, we? Well, we need to tell people that to, to look on the blog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you go to um, idlethumbs.net, you, if you haven't already... We have a blog! There's a blog there, yeah. and on it, I put a, uh, a write-up of the uh, Idle Thumbs uh, PAX meetup, including a bunch of pictures. Crappy cell phone pictures, but pictures nonetheless. Um... Which is cool. It, yeah. You can actually see that we're not bullshitting you. There were right. a whole bunch, dozens of people there. Um, that was pretty rad. Yeah. Also, also one of the, just, we oh. have a blog. Oh, yeah. Right. We have a blog. What else, Nick? Um, 
Did we ever mention the guy who drew that amazing picture? Oh my god, I don't know if we did. I don't no. think we ever did, and I, I just feel like we should give him a shout out. Yep. Well, we met him at the um, at the meet. Yep. And he gave us the original copy of this amazing uh, 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 picture of us, yeah, the three of us. It's a drawing of the three of our heads inside the body of a wizard who is right. sort of dreaming of Molyneux. He's dreaming of, of he, he's dreaming of a giant Peter Molyneux head while sort of striding majestically through uh, a piece of white paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. He sent it to us out of the blue. Yep. And then, uh, I have it in my bag, and we will frame it and sit it next to where we record Idle Thumbs. <laughs> Meaning that when we all stop doing this, uh, Chris will just sort of, through cunning and us forgetting, end up inevitably claiming this illustration for his own. Right. Yeah. Well, what? Unless, <laughs> unless I remember to steal it oh, before well, you, you can get your mitts it, on it. You? Yeah, but once I bring it here and set it in your apartment, it's basically yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Until I steal it from you. Yeah. Hmm? We'll, we'll, we'll steal it from each other for a while. So anyway, uh, awesome job to Lars Brown on that. Yeah. That was goddamn amazing. It looks really cool. We should put the... He did send us a, a uh, scan of it. Right. So we should put that up on the blog. Yeah, yeah we should. Um, it's amazing. He actually yeah. found what we really look like instead know, of the yeah, increasingly was, surreal images yeah. people yeah. keep inventing for Jake. I know. Jake has so far appeared as... Right. Uh, a number of things, including but not limited to Big Bird and Max Headroom. Headroom yeah. This is how people think of Jake on the internet. <laughs> I think of Jake as Max. Uh, I like that. I like that. There's something about the things you say that makes people just think of insanity. Yeah, yeah that's when weird. They, when they... You one time were represented as Saruman with an electric guitar. Though. Yeah, but that's rad. Yeah. So you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's fair enough. I wish I was Saruman with an electric guitar. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I th oh, I think, uh, oh, is there more? Well, <laughs> also on a related note. Uh, uh, this is really unrelated, actually. Uh, okay, well, on a note. Yeah, on a note, you can track the distillation of uh, of, of PC gaming uh, by looking oh, at God, Peter Molyneux's career. Uh, <laughs> That's just... That so, needs more introduction. That, yeah, I suppose Nick it needs more. Nick made the most brilliant observation I've ever heard in my life in the hotel, but it's not... <laughs> well, we got to talk about this really quick right now. A longer discussion. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we're we shouldn't okay, talk about well, it. Okay, well, maybe we'll save that one for next week. That's I just I thought of Peter yeah. Molyneux. I was, I was going to completely forget that, and then I remembered it, and I thought oh, I'd get was it in out the, before he was in the wizard it. image. Yeah. All right, well, let's leave ourselves a note to open right. with that next week. To be week. continued. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for putting up with a thousand casts from us this yeah. week, and a long one now. Yeah. So, I guess that's it. All right. Do any of you guys actually still have your Dreamcast plugged in? Video games! You guys are just in here for just a... Yeah. All right. Would you mind if we all had everyone yell a couple words into a microphone really quickly? Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Thanks. Hey, dude. Thank you. Have a good time, right? Thanks. Sorry to bother you guys. So this is the kind of dumb shit that we're making up right now. Is so. it a longer lingering wizard or just yelling? Uh, probably not. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, do you guys want to try making the bird noise? Is that, I don't know, is that a horrible <laughs> idea? That's not that like, <laughs> All right, like thanks. Are we recording that? Okay, good. All right, guys, thanks a lot. <laughs> hmm. It's September 10th, 2009. And I'm not that's not. <laughs> that's not do that. You guys were cracking up at the, at the turd thing. I know. Well, because there was a point where you stopped saying turd. It started I saying know. turret, but my mind was inserting turd. I know. You're shooting was, turd. I was so Turrets. Happy. Shooting the turret out. I knew you guys like, were doing what that. The and that's, fuck? Why, that's why the final time I was studied, I said turd again.